today's was a little bit more interesting or rather refreshing change of pace for me in terms of how the day started. Now, being in the restaurant industry, every day is chaotic. And the higher up you go up the chain, the more fires you have to put out. And I don't mean literal fires, I mean just things that are wrong. The amount of questions that I get asked today is is ridiculous. Like, I don't know, I need to count, I'm going to hire a person maybe to walk and count, see how many times they hear all of our names. The four of us, you know, the chefs. Because it's ridiculous. And the people ask the dumbest questions too. And then they're always, their response is like, I'm just making sure. Bro, did you wipe your ass after you shit today? Yeah, you did? Was it clean when you were done? How do you know? Did you make sure? You, you did? Okay, good. Did you? Why didn't you ask me about that? There's never been mushrooms on the filet mignon. It's a steak grilled on a grill. What fucking mushrooms is going to be on filet mignon? If we put truffle butter on, you can maybe swing it towards the mushroom section of the fucking genus kingdom, philia, whatever fucking is. But there's never been mushrooms near or around the filet mignon. We don't even have mushrooms in the restaurant. Why are you asking me about mushrooms? I'm in the middle of the weeds. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Jesus. I'm sorry. Anyway, so it started out with me getting my welder, my arc welder. I have an arc welder. I bought it on Amazon for like 60 bucks because why not? You know what I mean? I want to weld shit. I don't know how to weld at all. Zero things. I looked up a couple of things on the YouTubes there, you know, ipso facto. Now I'm a big, big shot. Well, I got myself a welding helmet. It like automatically tints when it sees the arc starts going, you know what I mean? So I'm a fuck. I'm a, clearly I'm a professional now. So when my saute pan broke the other day, well, it didn't even break. It was actually just a little bit loose. And I was like, it's too loose for my liking. Meanwhile, in the restaurant industry, I've literally held the saute pan with my hand because there was no handle. But no, the one at work is a little loose. So let me go ahead and fix that. Now there's a fucking hole in my saute pan. Jesus Christ, I had to throw it out. I was using it as a target for my BB gun. It makes a nice ding when it hits it. So cool. That was fun. Anyway, so I don't know what the first thing I'm fucking doing. And we have a broiler that broke. And we are, you know, kind of rely on the broiler where we work because it's a steakhouse. And, you know, I don't want to kill anyone. And this is exactly what would happen because this is a big, big broiler. Uh, I forget what the fuck. I think it's Baker's Pride or some shit like that. It's one of those giant ones that has the flat top on the top of it. So that you could like do the rare cools on top, but it's a big, big fucking bitch. It's got like a little stick shift. It's got four different settings on it. It's like, but it's like a Mack truck of a broiler. So when this thing broke, it snapped off. One piece snapped off from the other piece, and basically it's just kind of like when you pulled the broiler out, it flew at you at speeds that were not supposed to be happening for natural man to be, you know, reacting to, especially hot steaks and a thousand fucking other people in your way because that's what it is in the restaurant industry. Because, you know, we have 580 seats in the restaurant. But their kitchen, you can barely fit a fucking, you know, a fucking French fry maker. Jesus Christ. He, she was a little overweight. Anyway, that's another point. The point is, is my day started is I had to bring in a welder. So now I have this arc welder and I'm bringing it into work because this boiler broke. And if we call the company to fix it, first they're going to charge us $1,000 just to like pick up the phone and like breathe. And then not to mention coming in there and God forbid fixing it themselves. Or we just we buy a new broiler, which will take... Also, also probably like like six to seven years to get to our restaurant. We ordered a stand mixer, you know, like the pizza dough mixer is one of those. Yeah, we ordered those like, uh, I think it was like before I started working there, it was like 2014 they ordered a new one. And I believe it's coming in November this year. Yay, finally. I think it was like the light travel from Alpha Centauri was, we got a little delayed in the asteroid belt when the, with the, you know, with the spaceship that it was on to get here from fucking who knows where from, from by November of next year. Anyway... 
So we could do that, or we could just go ahead and fucking work with the bad broiler and hope to God nobody kills themselves. But if they do, then, you know, it's going to be a big deal for all of us, or at least the ones that are working that day. So, you know, I'm going to say, fuck it. I'm gonna, well, I'll fix it. I'll bring in the welder. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll at least I'll give it my best shot. Worst case scenario, I put a giant hole in the broiler. We can't use it. We'll buy a new one. Like, fuck it, whatever. We got to make a lot of money. So here I am, I hook everything up, everyone's looking at me side-eyed, because they know I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I just mentioned, like, being excited to get a welder, like, the other day, and fucking, now here I am with the welder, you know, at the restaurant, of course, of course, Bobby was like, I, I could see it, he he was very excited about it, because he did want to see some welding, he wanted to see some sparks fly, he probably wanted to see me burn myself because of my stupid ideas, but he had his phone out, he, he was genuinely, I felt genuine excitement from him, and it was probably because he was watching me squirm under pressure, because I was nervous as fuck, because I don't know what the fuck I was doing. So, sure enough, we had the butcher, the guy that cuts anything with anything, anywhere, at all times, is walking by as I'm trying to light the arc, or spark the arc, and by the way, I didn't bring my welding helmet, because it's too big, and I didn't want to fucking wear it, I, could, I guess I could have worn it, like, on the street, but it would look weird, I was on a unicycle with a fucking welding helmet on, <laughs> so I didn't bring it, but I brought these goggles, these and goggles that you could see the aura with, they're basically, like, really, really dark turf glasses, uh, UV, you know, but they work welding, because, you know, you can look at the spark, but it's not too, too bright. So here I am trying to fucking, with these fucking steampunk goggles, trying to fucking do, light the arc. And the butcher comes by, he goes, oh my God, I can do this. I've done this in my country. And I was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. And he fucking grabs the welder from me. I'm like afraid to touch it because I know that there's an electric current running through it. So I'm like barely touching it at one part. This guy's grabbing this thing like it's his dick. Like just like, I'm like, dude, you're going to get shocked. And he's like, no, only shocked if you touch it. And I was like, oh, okay, see, I don't know anything about electricity. I just made a hole, I just made a hole in my saute pan that wasn't supposed to be there. So that's, that's where I'm at with this. And he like, you know, lights a spark. He fucking does his little welding thing. We both blow on it. Of course, I help him blow on it because it was like all hot and shit. And afterwards, you know, because you got to You can't just have one guy. I, you know, I fucking try to cool it down God forbid So um, I helped him with that And um, <laughs> he basically did a wonderful job wel- Welding the thing back together I, My neck was saved uh, I mean he was the hero I was just here to provide the tasks And the tools that the hero needed to succeed I just happened to be there The broiler's broken It hasn't broken since And it's funny Because the broiler The guy that was on it Is always on the same broiler So like he was like Fuck my broiler's broken I will have to deal with The pain of this broiler Being broken So then here Here I come with the welder And he's like Oh boy He's gonna fucking My shit up even more And sure enough The butcher steps in And fixes it So everybody was raving About how I didn't do it The butcher did it I was like guys I don't care If you don't know That I didn't do it That's fine Yes the butcher did it Yes he did a great job It's fixed That's all I care about Who gives a fuck If fucking Martha Stewart did no, I didn't do it. I never, you know, I probably would have fucked it up. Everyone laughed at it, a good time. So a couple hours later, I was like, hey, so uh, is it working? And the guy's like, he almost, it almost pained him to say, but he's like, yes, for now. And I was like, all right, well, all right listen, bro. Like, you don't have to go taking the sledgehammer to the thing just because you don't, you don't like me bringing in the welder idea, you know? Oh my God, I love my job. I really do. Beck being away kind of sucks because like there's not this more of like this rapport that goes on between him and I and it is, it is I did kind of feel like it was my first day in school you know everyone's kind of like gauging me checking me Jamie Jam's playing ball he's doing a great job he's helping me out a lot you know what I mean but it, we've, we've worked together for a long time Bobby's Bobby but I feel like maybe, I don't know what, what it was today but everybody was like they were kind of looking at me like they weren't and it wasn't, it wasn't Jamie Jam and Bobby it was more like the, the runners the servers like everybody were kind of like it almost like felt like they were trying to kiss my ass but then they know me as like the person that I am and like there's no, there's no ass to like you can't kiss what are you gonna do 
tell me that you like DMT and fucking aliens. That that's, I guess that's a good way to brown nose me or some shit. But like they were all like saying being friendly and like you know like like doing ha 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 ha. Nobody was really fucking with me too much. Even Evergreen was like helping me out. You know, he said some nice shit. I said some nice shit to him. It was like it was like a nice day. So dare I say it? Like if ever, I mean probably tomorrow is going to be upside down topsy turvy and everyone's going to die or like you know corporate's going to see how much labor we did today and then I'm going to get shot tomorrow in the morning. But like. Today, if, if if anything, felt like a day that it was like I got the reins for a little bit of the restaurant, you know? I got the reins, I got to run with it. You know, I talked to a couple people, you know, I finagled a couple things. Maybe got a couple of line cooks coming up in the works here, maybe not. Who knows? I'm starting to make it moves. But I feel like I feel like if Beck came back, you know, if Beck, stayed, Beck was gone for like three months and he came back, there would be nothing changed from the restaurant in terms of like how everything goes. Like... I think, like, what I would try to do is, like, when he's not there, I would just try to emanate or imitate or just embody, like, whatever he did, you know, with, with my own, like, thing on him, spin on it. I mean, he's very soft-spoken, he doesn't talk a lot, but he's very, very, his humor is dry and sarcastic. Me, on the other hand, I can't shut up, clearly. You know, he listens to this, but I talk on it, you know, but we're the same in that, in that sense, and... Uh, I leave a lot of shit laying around, and I think he, he likes it more neat and tidy, but then he also does weird shit that he just gets distracted and just nothing, you know, like, what, dude, what's up? Oh, by the way, I talked about the other day safety as it pertains to sidearms um, in terms of how everyone shoots, and I didn't mention Bobby. I don't know if I mentioned this already. If I did it, I'm going to say it again because it just feels fresh in my mind. Bobby shoots because he loves people. Remember, we talked about this. Uh, Becca Secret Service, you know, Jamie Jam's like the cops, and I'm just like the the, the, the thug with like the fucking non-loaded, waiting around just yelling at people. And uh, so Bobby shoots like this. Bobby's a fucking sniper. So nobody sees Bobby pull his gun out to shoot, but like mad people die. So like you'll be like just you just come in one day and you and I'll be like, hey Bobby, what's going on? Hey, what's up? Hey, listen. So uh, what do we what do we got going on? Oh, we got like three hundred on the books. All the orders are in. I fired the dishwashers and uh, we got to get some stuff down from downstairs from storage. And I was like, what was that third thing? He's like, the, all the orders are in. And I was like, no, no, no. The, the thing after that. He goes, get stuff from storage. I'm like, nope, nope. The thing between those two things. He goes, oh yeah, I fired all the dishwashers. I was like, what do you mean the dishwashers? You fired all of the dish. What do you mean all of the dishwashers? Well, we only had four dishwashers and two of them were scheduled that day. I fired both of them. You got no fucking dishwashers. I'm gonna go home. Bye. And then he just bounces, and I was like, "What?" And I double check. He he legitimately fired two dishwashers. Now, let me be the first to say that I completely agree with his decision, and it was gonna happen regardless of whether he did it that day, I did it the same day, or somebody the day after that. I got the luck of the draw of being the day that they fired both of them on. Fine, I'll take it, no problem. But that's how Bobby operates. Like, he would, he didn't fire them just because he felt like it or fucking around. Like, he didn't want them in this building anymore because he would make some sick seeing these fucking assholes slack off and not do shit. And then they even they bark back at you sometimes as you say something to them. Like, you know what I mean? I'm surprised that nobody ixed them earlier. I think they just were avoiding people except for Bobby and I because he, he knew that they knew that we were kind of like a little nicer. So Bobby did it, and I was like, fucking good shit. But it was kind of interesting to come in and be like, yeah, I fired the dish. I'm like, wait, what? What? Excuse me? What was that? You know? <laughs> Fuck it, we rocked it out. It was great. I have a, we have a great squad, a really, really good team. And everyone's good in their different little ways. You know what I mean? I found out that uh, we got somebody who um, works with us. I call him Boy Wonder. 
He's he's very wondrous, and nobody everyone always questions what he does. He's one of those people like, where does he? What does he do always? Like, what does he? What does he actually do here? I've never seen him. Everyone talks shit about the shifts that he works. Like, he always leaves early. He always comes in late. But it's just because the schedules are different. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I always say to the line cooks, and like, I think we should all take a page from that that book, including myself. Like, the more you worry about other people's schedules. And you, the more you concern yourself with how many hours somebody else has worked and you're noticing that because it's an over and over pattern because you're working the same ones every week and every week you don't see this person. So you're like, where the fuck is this person? Does this person even work here? You know, yada, yada, yada. But the person that does work with him every day says the same thing about you. You know, you just don't know that because it's different. So the more you worry about other people, the less you have time to focus on what you're supposed to be doing, which is work. And if you could collaborate with the person and ask them to help you, Maybe they'll be able to help you in your endeavor and they will shorten both of your hours somehow. Maybe that's why people, some of these people appear like they work only two hours a day because they really do. They come in and they have everything set up so that other people do what they're supposed to do so that all they have to do is check on those people. Because like I said, like writing a schedule for 50 people, you can't manage 50 people. It's impossible. You'll fucking go crazy. You have to make a system, a.k.a. a schedule, and you have to manage the system. And then if the people don't fall into that system, then the people get to get the fuck out of there. But if they do fall into the system and you know how to manage the system, it's much easier to manipulate. That's how people That's how people go into battle. The wars are fought this way, you know what I mean? It's just a bigger schedule, so to speak. But I think that ultimately, um, what was I trying to say? I don't know. I was just kind of talking to you guys. Nothing in particular. Yeah, I don't even remember how I started this. Oh yeah, so the welder. So yeah, so that's what I did. We welded the broiler together. And then I fixed the shoe. Then we did some cooking. And then here I am at home. It's uh, midnight and I'm recording this because I want people to listen. And this is how my life is. And I would not have it any other way. The only thing maybe I would change, like, really honestly, is just like, I wish I was a little bit taller. Maybe I wish I was a ball. I wish I had a girl who looked good out call. I gotta go.